recording. Uh, where am I? Here I am. Okay. Here we go. Here, let me pop, pop that up just a hair. There we go. Get, get that lighting just right. Looks good. <clears throat> you have enough water? Yeah. We're good. Okay, so. Okay. <clears throat> In 1986, I made a journey from West Texas to East Texas, and I came to a place where I wanted to attend so that I could go through discipleship training. <clears throat> it was called um, School of the Prophets, and I felt like this was going to be something that I've been praying for for a long time. The first week started, and um, um, I didn't realize that by the end of the week, my life would be completely changed, and I would have gone through a, many days of um, uh, being in a deep sorrow, hmm. and it was, I now know what was going on. I was just being poured out. I was, I was my agenda for my life was ending. I realized that everything that I had planned and I answered the call that God had put on my life. But from the time that he called me, I started managing. I was my own manager. Mm. And I began to like plan out, okay, what what school, what training, uh, what field? Yeah. It's it's crazy that yeah, I was yeah. thinking that way. I didn't know. I didn't know. I just thought, okay, if this is what I'm going to be. Then if I were going to be a mechanic, I'd I'd get trained. But and so I'm I'm sitting there and I'm going through this and I hear this message, this series of messages. It started off. It was it was called um, the making of a leader, the birth of ministry, and. And so I sat there and I went through, it was literally every hour through that whole week, I was being taken down another notch. And it was very, it was healthy for me because I had an ego. I was very narcissistic and focused on what I wanted to do, mm. how I wanted to live. Um, you know, my personality, I was like the class clown, that kind of personality. Yeah. Um, and so the thing that stuck with me the most during that process was this one statement, which was, God doesn't make leaders. And I thought, what? That has got to be wrong. That can't be right. <laughs> That's got to be That's wrong. That's got to be wrong. Uh, but, you know, as it went on, I, I found that, you know, he, 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 he makes servants. And um, once he gets you to that place where you are a servant, and it just doesn't happen. He doesn't say, okay, I want you to be a servant. And you're like, okay, I'm yeah, a servant. I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll be glad. I'm to a servant now. <clears throat> as long as it serves me. Yeah, yeah. After me, you come yeah. first. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen no. like that. And so it's a process. And it that's make, why. It's called making. Right. And that's making why we disciples. use making. Yeah. And so that's why I say that I went through this period this first week where I was just broken, I was just uh, crushed, and and the realization that okay, I'm not all that, you know, I'm not the great 
person that I thought I was. And but you you were defining that to Christian them too, right? Like a good yeah. Christian. Yes. Yeah. 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 And and uh, yeah, because um, I was I was I was not a uh, a crazy drinker or yeah, <laughs> nothing yeah. like that. You yeah. know, I, at this time in my life, I was probably more religious than anything else. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <clears throat> really, really uh, had a heart for God. And I, I mean, I would have, I would have uh, gone to the ends of the earth. You had I had I believed that God said, you know, go to India or yeah. or or, you know, Russia or China. Or any, I would have done it. I really would have done it. Um, I'm so thankful he'd say that. Boy, isn't that the truth? <laughs> Especially Biden. I mean, you know, going there, even America's tough. Yeah, right. And then Putin. Yep. Those, yep. Those two are tough. Yeah. <clears throat> and so during this class, this is the very first week, uh, first you know, SOP and we're in the little rock and, and, uh, I got accustomed to the statement, get your Bibles. Oh yeah. Get your Bible. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about, um, that whole element of being a servant and how, how, why that is so important for a person to come up to that First, I would say it's for me. It was like the first bridge that I had to cross yeah. over. <clears throat> yeah. So, it, tell me a little bit of why that was the very first. Well, thing. first of all, uh, even way back then, all the teaching that we started off with had a motive behind it, which I had a motive. I had an intent behind it, and what regulated those first that first year of all that was just one word: kenosis. Mm. I had to bring a word mm -hmm. that would empty these guys out mm -hmm. from what they've known and what they're experienced and what they're comfortable with and what they're sure is true, and then challenge all that with the Word of God mm -hmm. and shake that all up. Shakers, tilters, and breakers, that's, that, that's still a process. The majority of the guys in there, they were all like ex-pastors, shut down their, mid, their <laughs> sure they churches did. and they make the trip. They sure did. Mm -hmm. and a lot of them were five-fold men, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, they came there and they emptied it out. Now, uh, that kenosis means Christ emptied himself, kenosis, mm -hmm. which was he emptied himself the deity so he could come forth in humanity in the form of a man. <clears throat> but that 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 very word itself means it will empty you of your self-arrogance, your pride, your self-confidence, your sense of comfortability, your sureties. It brings, it causes you to be unsure. Mm. And now and that's mm. what it has to take that's place. exactly what happened. Yeah, if you don't do that first, then I'm gonna be building on another man's foundation, mm. which I'll build on what you already believe and think, and you'll try mm. to blend that in and make it work, and then mm. you'll have a mixed seed. So it has to be emptied out, mm -hmm. and then it has to be replaced. So that was the method. Was the kenosis on the on, which was I, I shared with Mike and Jerry in the very beginning. This has to be, and I, I called for it. Mm -hmm. I'd call for it every once in a while. We need a kenosis here. You guys need to empty out. Mm -hmm. But the making of the leader was the beginning of the whole process in the sonship mm. and uh, the stages. The napios, Pateon, technon, weos, pater. Those five stages of spiritual maturity was the goal. Could we take somebody through two, three, four, five years and bring mm -hmm. them into strong maturity? And you can, and we did. Mm -hmm. now, it left you there to work out your own salvation. Right. 
But in the very beginning, the making of a leader was based upon the simple revelation of a scripture that I, to this day, adore, and it's one of my strong ordinances in Christ. It says of Jesus Christ, he said, I did not come here to be ministered unto, but to minister Mm -hmm. and to lay down my life and give my life a ransom for many. And when I found that one verse, it had a number of revelations and truths in it. The word minister, the word servant, and the word deacon are at times are the same identical word. Mm. Mm-hmm. So minister, deacon. So he would say, I, and I'm going to break those two down into the word uh, ontolepsis, uh, helps ministry. And he would uh, say, I, I know did, what that means. Do you remember do. that? What I is antilepsis? Is uh, anti to lead. That's it. Anti to taking governmental mm-hmm. leadership mm-hmm. positions. Mm-hmm. Christ came here as antilepsis. Mm-hmm. He wasn't here to take over for his father. He was here to serve his father, to yeah. help him fulfill what his father wanted. Wow. This is, uh, again, a challenge to religion mm-hmm. versus kingdom, what we were talking about earlier. <clears throat> and that is... They believe that Christ came here and loved us and died for us, but that's not what the Scripture says. It says that God so loved the world, Ooh, he sent exactly his Son. Right. That's exactly it, right. Christ didn't come here for me. He came here for his Father. And if we understand that and he's our master, then we learn to do something for someone else other mm-hmm. than ourselves. Mm-hmm. If he came for himself, then I could say, Joe, I've come here because I love you. Mm-hmm. That's not really I'm here Very today, good. and you're here today because of our Father. We're that's only right. here for him. That's right. So. The, it was that's that's tough on religion, mm-hmm. but Christ did not come here. Now, yes, He loved us, mm-hmm. but He did not come here to save us, to deliver us, or to be our Savior. It's, he came here it, because of His love for the Father. He told the Father. The yeah. Father said, I, he, "Wait a minute! God so loved the world, He sent. Yeah. He sent His yeah. Son. Yeah. His Son didn't have to go. Yeah. But He came in obedience to His Father. Mm-hmm. Now that's the revelation mm-hmm. of obedience to the Pater, mm-hmm. our lives." Children should be that same way toward their natural father. They mm-hmm. should be willing to do this for their father. Mm-hmm. And if they are, then they can get their own. Jesus said that. So number, num- that was number one. We had to face the fact he didn't come here to be ministered unto. He came here to minister. Mm-hmm. He didn't come here to get. He came here to give. Mm-hmm. And he didn't come here to start a, or fulfill his ministry. Mm-hmm. He came here to birth his, your ministry, your work on the earth. He came here for you. Mm. But he came here in obedience to his father. Yeah. So to do that, he couldn't come here and lead us. He came here to to serve us, to come under. And he did. He came under. He came and, and remember, he came became a servant even unto uh, obedience to his to his yeah. humanity. Mm-hmm. He had to become a, as a human servant, and he served. Lots of times, Joe. I'm in a restaurant, and I'll ask, uh, "Is there a single mother that works here?" Yeah. Yeah, I said, uh, I'd like to sit in her area, and I always like to bless her. Mm. The lowest paid people in the in America are single moms. Mm-hmm. And everybody in a restaurant is a servant. I'm real respectful to them. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they make a mistake or blow yeah. it or get the wrong order or drop something. I don't rail them. Mm-hmm. I'm not a narcissist in that mm-hmm. sense. I don't have this sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I look at them, and I always tell them, that I, and I will say this, did you know that Jesus Christ said you are the chief? <laughs> she says, <laughs> right. I tell these girls that, you know, single moms, 
if they're getting a validation, a, mm-hmm. a seal of significance they mm-hmm. never got. Mm-hmm. I said, Jesus Christ looks at you as the greatest. You're yeah. the chief of them all. Well, why is that? Said, because you're the servant. Yeah. And Jesus Christ said, the servant is chief of all. Yeah. And so it, they, they'll tear up every single wow. time. Every time they'll do it because it validates yeah. them with their premium that I'm not just some dog here everybody walks on. Mm-hmm. So in this making of a leader, it is a process. And this whole process is going to bring you into leadership. But he doesn't make leaders. He mm-hmm. makes servants. And their servants become leaders. And they know how to lead because they know how to serve. Yeah. And the greatest leader in the world is those who know how to serve his staff, serve his people, serve those over, uh, under him. And ironically, when I share this at, at corporations, which I've tried to a few mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. I brought this teaching in at corporations. Under <laughs> CEO, we're talking about CEOs who have yeah. making millions of dollars. Yeah. And they listen. These are Christian men. Mm-hmm. And they'll listen to this whole concept of making of a leader, and it changes their whole way of dealing with the staff. Wow. They're not there working for me. You're there working for them. Yeah. And if you're going to be like Christ, let's change the way we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And so the making of a leader is the birthing of a ministry. Now, the word ministry is the, is the birthing of serving. Ministry today is through the religious church world. Wow. It becomes like an, a, a, a business, a corporation. This is my ministry. This is what I do. Well, the word ministry is a simple word to be a servant. That's all it says it is. It's the same <laughs> as the dick. It's one who helps. Mm-hmm. So when you're in, involved in the antalepsis of Christ, you instinctively oppose taking governmental leadership mm-hmm. position. That's not in you. That's not in your godly DNA. What you have is you have the DNA of Christ to want to serve and to help and to minister. And the word, as, as, again, the word ministry is not like you see these independent ministries today that are the big boys. They're right. the heads. Carry my briefcase. Yeah, carry the briefcase. Mm-hmm. I remember that one time with me. I was in, uh, <laughs> I was in Ohio, and. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, so I'm in Ohio, and I'm in a I'm in a um, hotel, and I'm I'm gonna be coming on and ministering here in a little bit, and it was a big seminar they're having up there. It's called uh, oh man, well, it doesn't matter, but anyway, I was part of it, one of the speakers there, and I hear this knock on my door, and two gentlemen standing there. May I help you? Yes, sir. We've been sent to uh, uh, work, uh, help you. And help me what? Uh, get to the platform. I said, I don't think I have any need to, to help to do that. So I said, you gentlemen, be go ahead. You're going back. I'm, I, I actually know how to get there. And they wouldn't do it. And then I found myself a little irritated by it. And one of them reached down and grabbed my attache. And I said, drop that attache. <laughs> drop the attache. This ain't going to happen. They said, I need to talk to you gentlemen. I said, this ain't no big boy coming in. I know what happens with these gods and goddesses and what happens in these ministries with Pentecostals and charismatics and word of faith boys that make themselves gods to the people. <clears throat> I said, this, I'm not one of them. I've come here to serve, and I've come here to serve that these the, the uh, people that's hosting it. I've come to serve you two brothers. Now, I'm going to reverse this. I'm going to serve y'all. <laughs> now, hand me my attache, and then, then <clears throat> I'm going to walk you guys down the aisle. I'm going to walk you to your seats. And they said, we're going to get in trouble for this. I said, not with Jesus, you're not. <laughs> so I'm walking in front leading them, and they got to, they got to answer now to, uh, to the man who's Whoa. appointed them. And when I get there, a little lady reaches out and grabs my arm. Brother Shankle, the guy behind me, grabs her arm and says, 
turn her arm loose. What's wrong with you? And he turns her arm and says, how may I help you, ma'am? And she started, I just need prayer. I'll pray for you right now. And so, same as with Christ, you know, they told him, y'all need to go on. He ain't got yeah. time for y'all. <clears throat> that's what they, That's what these guys are trying to do. Well, I got to, went on up to the platform, and I told him, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, where, where are you guys seated? And I walked him to the seat, and I said, I know how to, I know how to walk from my, uh, I know how to walk there, and I know how to get up on the platform, and I know how to sit down. So now... At TBN, I'll give you another one with a people. This is where we're taught. We're taught wow. wrong. We're not yeah. taught kingdom culture. Mm -hmm. So I'm at, uh, I arrive in Los Angeles. They show up with the black limousine. The guy gets out. He gets all my luggage. I'm watching him get my luggage. I get, he said, hand me your ticket. Not this, I'm a novice. I hand him the ticket. He goes, gets my luggage. He opens the, the uh, trunk, throws my luggage in, gets my attache, opens the door. I get in the back. And they have Perrier on ice. They have a, a video playing of me. You oh, you're talking about stroke, stroking the flesh. I'm talking about stroking it, man. Right. And I, after a while, I'm starting to feel very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm a pickup truck type of guy. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, this doesn't work for me. What in the world? I'm not going to be doing this. So after a couple more times at TBN, they're picking me up. In the limousine, I finally meet the guy, the driver, when he finally drive, comes out, he starts, hey, he hands, hand me a test. No, no, listen to me. Do you know Jesus Christ? Yes, yeah, that means we're brothers. Mm. Are we brothers? Yeah, we're brothers. Everything's about to change. Stay right here. I went and got my luggage. I went back. So can you open the trunk? I put it in. And he goes to the door. Don't touch my door. <laughs> so he didn't touch the door. I go and I go to the front door. Mm. On the on the uh, passenger side, I opened the door, <laughs> and he said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm gonna ride with my brother." Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. I'll probably get fired. Said, and if you get fired, you ought to be happy if you get fired for this. I said, "Making me something I'm not, pretending mm -hmm. I'm not something." Mm -hmm. And you, and he said, "But I do respect and honor you." I said, "I respect and honor you. You're serving me. Are you not the chief here? You're the <laughs> chief. Are you not?" He says. I'm not the chief, as according to Jesus Christ you are. Did you come to serve me and help me? Yes, I want to help you. I said, you're the best, my brother. So relax. You're the chief. I'm the, I said, so now I'm going to get up here, and we're going to talk Jesus Christ. And we did all the way back, had wow. great fellowship. I did miss the Perrier, yeah. but I didn't miss the videos, I have to admit. Why would they do that? Why would they put a video of you playing? That's what they do with people when they come. They they, they try to, they'll call yeah. the secretaries and ask what you like it's to, flattery. yeah, it's a flattery, flattery. They'll call secretaries, watch, ask what does he like to drink, what does he like to eat, and all that will be mm -hmm. available for you. Mm -hmm. Well, I saw it as, no, you're not stroking my flesh and making me somebody I'm not because I ain't no king up, a king in the natural. Mm -hmm. So I thought, so all that was about what I went through on the process of understanding servants mm. versus leaders. Yeah, so basically being trained in ministry, um, it's not it's not taught that you're going to be treated that way, but you see it. Oh, you, you see, see it all the time. You see <clears throat> that, okay, this, 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 this pastor or this evangelist, they're just they're just brought in royally treated. And so I don't think that I had that in my mind that, oh wow, I'm gonna get that kind of treatment when right. I get I don't think I ever did, but but I don't deny the fact that it could have been there. Sure. Know? And so 
me being exposed to this whole message of the kenosis, it had a major effect. I mean, if if it wasn't there, I would have been like bleeding out on the floor during that yeah, first yeah. week. That's right. And I so, was. And if you don't have the kenosis first, you'll build these principles on mm-hmm. on these on this ideology of idolatry, right. your self idolatry, mm-hmm. the worship of self. I had I, I, mm-hmm. this was really great. I, I was. Uh, during that whole process and time, I was invited up into Arkansas to do a seminar at a pretty good-sized fellowship up in the – now, not a little small town. This is a big city and up, big seminar. And uh, he had heard and that I do not prefer – oh, oh, i got to tell you this. I forgot. <laughs> so I finally told them I don't want any more black limousines. Mm-hmm. Do not pick me up any more in a black limousine. I flew up the week – later and they showed up with a white limousine <laughs> they couldn't understand what i was trying to say i'm trying to say i don't need no limousine this is embarrassing so these guys up in arkansas <laughs> pastor and a few of them they heard about this and they thought it was funny so they called and said we've provided a vehicle when you get you will not have any problem we'll have your own vehicle you can come and go as you please we have a place for you to stay i appreciate your kindness it was i'm going to say like a 1946 pickup truck rusted out in the floorboard. There was no muffler on it, and the carbon dioxide was coming up into the truck. <laughs> you, you couldn't roll the windows up because of the dust road that they had me on an old dirt road, and they put me in in one of the most hellish places. But it was fun. I loved it. We just laughed. We did it on purpose. And all that whole week, I'm driving this pickup truck, and I'm driving with my head out the windows. Oh, and I said, okay, okay, this is great. I love it. I don't need another vehicle. I need some tarps or or carpet or something. This floor, it's rusted out, man. It had rusted out, and this gold carbon dioxide coming <laughs> And it sounded like a thrashing machine. <laughs> so they did it on purpose as, yeah. a, as a joke, yeah. but we loved it. It was a yeah. good time. Yeah. And the beautiful thing, too, was uh, uh, I was part of Judah. I was playing the drums okay. the whole time with mm-hmm. praise and worship. So we had a real good time. But that was back in Arkansas <laughs> mm. where it was kind of my it was my cultural bring up. And, you know, so mm-hmm. you're comfortable with that. That's not Funny. a big deal. Just as long as you get somewhere. <laughs> but I thought that was from a black limousine to a white limousine <laughs> to a 1946 Ford pickup truck with no floorboard. And, uh, I don't know what kind of truck it was, mm-hmm. by the way. I'm just mm-hmm. throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. But it was a nasty old truck. Rattle and shook it. And, you know, you've seen them when they're rusting so bad on the outside, everything's shaking. Oh, yeah. That's what I was driving. <laughs> and I'm just rolling. I said, And I was giving God thanks. I said, Jesus, I love you. I appreciate that. This is fun. That's really cool. I, that was very, very cute. I love it. <laughs> so the whole thing is it's a mis, misconstrued idea about leadership. Now, here's the problem we have in the, in the church world. Hmm. Uh, we have created idolatry. Yeah. We have created it. The leaders mm-hmm. of America create idolatry. I go up to uh, Cincinnati, and a, and a brother that I met, in fact, the day, the same time you were up there uh, filming one of these mm-hmm. meetings that we're having, this preacher, minister was there that I knew, that I'd ministered with before, and he had a young man there holding his attache. Mm. And I walked out in the floor and saw that, and I talked to this minister that I know is a friend of mine. I said, what do you got? I didn't want to use, almost said his name, but mm-hmm. I said, what do, you, what do you got here with this young man? Well, they have found, now they have found a scripture. Oh, uh, shield carer, no. 
No, not shield carer. Shield bearer. Shield bearer, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, shield bearer. Mm-hmm. And these these pastors now are getting <laughs> two or three young men, making them the shield bearers. Wow. They've got to go before them, open the doors. Uh, and I'm talking about restaurants. Oh They're opening gosh. doors at the restaurants, carrying their attache, carrying their Bibles, carry, uh, walking them up to the platform, getting the microphone. Oh, my oh it's embarrassing. So I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to put up with this. I said, myself. I turned to that young man and said, young man, you're not brothers? Yes, sir. You're not sons of God. We're serving Jesus Christ. You don't have to do this. And I said, you're belittling yourself who you are in Christ. Wow. I said, you're not this man's servant. You're God's servant. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you want to help somebody, help Jesus Christ. Promote him. Don't have to promote this man. Oh, this guy. We were really good friends. At that point, it turned. Wow. I was taking away his, uh, his stro- stroking of his flesh. You know, he had a lot of that now. Well, that's idolatry. So there, we're not training to be... Uh, servants with training that we are the masters. Yeah, that reinforces that that kind of scenario of him setting it up and not shutting it down. Um, kind of reinforces it and it feeds that. It, it feeds does that feed monster. It. Sure it does. You know, there's a there's another thing that I found that was difficult for me, and it may be my personality or my stubbornness, but I found that you know over the last um, 35 years or after coming out of SP, I found that I, I struggled with these um, churches where the, the the man of God in the in the fellowship had to be called pastor. Yes, they yes, had, to be, had to be called to as pastor. Yes, and everybody's pastor this, pastor that, pastor this, pastor that, and I would never do it. Yes, and I even had one of them tell me, you know, hey, well, you you. Call me pastor. Don't call me by my first name. Yes, yes. I have, I, I've had him do that with me. I won't do it. I, I couldn't do I it. I won't do it either, Joe. And it would, <clears> it would, it would kind of like uh, when, when, when I would refer to the person, other people. You mean, you mean so and so? And they would use the word pastor. Yes. I, I said, yeah, that's who I mean. And then I would say his name, and it would disturb me. I would like, wait a minute, you know, uh, why is it? And, and. I, I mean, I'm thinking about myself. I'm like, man, you are such a, you know, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. I'm, you know, you're you're being so mean. Why don't you yeah. just comply and yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't don't cause problems? Yes, yes. And I just couldn't. I was like, I think the King James calls it out of Hebrews a bastard. <laughs> I was going to use the J A. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Let me show you something here that I got, and that was the end of my life. It ended on these names Mm -hmm. let me not i pray you accept any man's person neither let me give flattering titles unto man for i know not to give flattering titles for in so doing my maker would soon take me away and this word uh, flattering title listen to what it says in the hebrew to address by an additional name whoa the identity crisis is based upon identifying to an additional name. Mm. They don't have value or premium in the name Randy. It has to be Apostle Randy. It has to be Dr. Randy. Mm. It has to be uh, Prophet Shankle. All this additional, any name that's in front of your name mm. is your identity. This is where I will throw out something that will probably cause some conflict, but it, it's, I think it's worth the conflict. This is where I'm so troubled about the black culture. Mm-hmm. They can't identify as male or female. Their identity is to color. First, well, they're, they're... I'm a they, black man. Yeah. I'm a black woman. Right. And what happens is in, in color, there's no culture. 
as long as you identify to color, you have no culture, you have an identity crisis. Mm. So if you don't identify to a white man or a black man or I'm a Spanish or mm-hmm. I'm Mexican or I'm mm-hmm. Italian, that those those are names that may they don't they don't identify who you are. They, yeah. they identify where you came from. Right, right. And the other fallacy is there's no such thing as an American uh, African American unless you're born in Africa. Yeah, I that's mean, true. I that's mean, the you, truth. Where you where were you born? West Texas. West Texas. And, and what's your nationality? I'm Hispanic. You're Hispanic. Yeah. I'm I'm German. Yeah. So you could say I'm Hispanic American. Right. I could say I'm German American. Right. No, you can't. Yeah. We weren't born in Germany no. or or no. so or Spain. So you're looking at it as saying you can see the identity crisis is there. I'm a Texas American. <laughs> you're a Texas American. That's what we are. I'm an I'm an Arkansas redneck. If you want to use the term? I give you three. Arkansas redneck. So these are not. But those are not flattering titles. No. By the way. <laughs> But you see, the point yeah, is yeah. what you put in front of your name becomes your identity. And if Satan has you identifying to something that's not culture, then you have no cultural life. So the fact of the matter is you're an American. Mm-hmm. I'm American. Jeff Arrington's black, but he's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't identify. He identifies as a son of God. Right. So Jeff's an American. You're a Spanish. I'm, uh, I, you're an American. I'm German. I'm an American. So none of us three talk about our flesh. No. And here's what the scripture says that I love this is that we know we no longer know any man after the flesh. That's right. And we don't. So yeah. you don't need to identify after the flesh yeah. in Christ. If any man be in Christ, yeah. he's a new creature. Yeah. Not any man after the flesh. He's a henceforth. He's a henceforth man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, henceforth, that's what it says. <laughs> so the issue is, is that, yeah, once, once I, you have to have that name, Pastor Shankle, you have to have Apostle, Pro, uh, Apostle Shankle, and this is one that they would not drive, Prophet Shankle. So I get a call from TBM. Lady's on the phone. She says, <clears throat> Brother Shankle, this is TBM. We'd like to uh, run some more of your stuff and, and, and identify with you. And said, now, what would you like to be called? I said, Randy. <laughs> now, she, now you got to get this on the phone. This was hysterical. I, I, and once I found it, I worked it. I just, I had so much fun with her embarrassment, <laughs> awkwardness, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, uh, just Randy's? Yes, ma'am, just Randy. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Shankle? I said, no, not Mr. Shankle, just Randy's. <laughs> Listen to what she said, Mr. Shankle. I, I cannot do that. Now uh, I need something like uh, Pastor Shankle, uh, Prophet Shankle, Randy. Now, I'm still on the phone. Wow. Randy. Well, I, I, I just yes. can't understand. Did you call me and ask me what name I wanted to use? Yes. Randy. R-A-N-D-Y. That's my name. That's that It don't fit in that Babylonian oh, garments. Uh, we're just halfway through this conversation. Oh, wow. This was, this was wild. So I said, ma'am, what do they call Jesus? What did they call Paul? Mm-hmm. What did they call Mark? Mm-hmm. What did they call Peter, James, John? Well, she said they called him by the first name. I said, My first name's Randy. And I said, You see your problem? And let me talk to you about your problem. Your problem is you've been programmed mm-hmm. to flattering titles. Mm-hmm. And you're going to try to throw one on mine and it's not going to happen. So I read this scripture to her. Mm-hmm. And I said, Now, since you are a sister and a daughter of the Lord, this word should be very valuable to you, but if I do this, I'll be fired. I said, rather obey Jesus wow. or go ahead and do this flattering stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, ma'am, there is no flattery 
in these names. I mean, these are flattery in these names, and I don't need any flattery to my flesh. I have enough problems with my flesh as it is. And I do. I'm still, being honest, as a human. Yep, yep. And I said, you call me Randy or don't call me at all. Mm. And, she's, and I said, now I want to hear you say Randy. <laughs> and she starts laughing. She says, oh, my gosh. She's getting all these senses. She says, this is sad. I can't even hardly say it. I said, wow. say Randy. She says, Randy. Said, oh, that is so disrespectful. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> and she just started laughing. So we broke through on yeah. all that. Yeah. But that here's listen. Any name that you use in front of your name, Pastor Shankle, Prophet Shankle, and they require it, demand it. So I have a real good friend. He he's listening. He says this is his words. There's probably no one on the earth that I know of, Randy, who has such a great revelation of the kingdom of God and the government of God. I have followed men all my life. This I, and I, and he, he calls me Apostle Shankle. Mm. And so now we're. And, and square one. <laughs> yeah, square, and, and his he uses the just initials HB. Okay. Uh, but he has to be apostle. Mm-hmm. HB so and so so. I said, "Hey brother, I just come I said your name's HB to me. That's it. My name's Randy. Can we get this? Oh, I can't do that, brother Shankle. I'll call you brother Shankle, but in a meeting, I mean, I'm a, I'm have to call you apostle Shankle or I said, "Don't do this." I, I said, "I'll go to the pulpit and, and I'll break it. I'll say something." Well, I have to do. It. He wouldn't do it. All the years we spent together, he never would stop it. And I'd always correct it. He'd go to, and I'd correct it. No, this is not Apostle Shankle. This is not Prophet Shankle. This is Randy Shankle. You're dealing with just Randy Shankle from Hartford, Arkansas, <laughs> that God poured his spirit upon all flesh, and it's just flesh. Now get your Bibles. And that's what I would do because it's, it's crazy that they yeah. see you reinforce this leadership, but not this servanthood. Yeah. And what Christ came, you take away these names. Now, the reason they're there, here's the deal. I'm Doctor Shankle. Who are you? Oh, you're just, just, you're just, you're just Joe. Okay, so I've been lowered immediately. It's what's for. Mm-hmm. You've been put in your place. Mm-hmm. I'm a Prophet Shankle. I'm Prophet Shankle, and you. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's what it's you. And all the crowd, yeah. all the people look at it like that—that that they're lesser. A hierarchy. It's and a hierarchy. Jesus said, "Don't let this be." done among you don't not not as the gentiles don't right. let it be done among you let it, the, this is what the gentiles do mm-hmm. and that's exercising authority and dominion that's not exercising authority but it exercises a dominion mm-hmm. you're exercise you're using something to exercise a a position a domain a domain mm-hmm. and you're trying to get a position and you're using dr shankle lawyer shankle uh, whatever the words, you know, Apostle Shankle, Prophet Shankle. The ways of the Gentile. It's the ways of the Gentiles. It's also kind of like the ways that we talked about way back. We talked about the the the, the princes, remember? Yes, yes, the two, the twelve, uh, Jacob, and yeah. He, yeah, that's true. The twelve princes out uh, out of uh, Jacob. Oh, that's yeah. true. For, you know, yeah, it, it connects. It does connect with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of that bloodline, that firstborn mm-hmm. bloodline, come to twelve princes, and then out of Christ come to twelve patriarchs. And you surely people can know the difference. So the that. the patriarchs they're gonna they're gonna want to refer themselves as sons. Yeah. Uh, the princes they're gonna re- want to refer themselves as pastor and master, the yeah. teacher. Yeah. Yeah, they all they love that pastor. The yeah. princes love the the title, the flattering title. Yeah. They want that name in front of their name. And think about pastor's parking. I know. Pastor's office. Yeah. That stuff just gripes me out. Yeah. I have to admit it does. I'm yeah. thought, what is wrong with you? Yeah. 
I, I mean, know. they even have to have that. Yeah. See, those are exalted. They're not the. Sh- they're not servants of all because they'll all. have. No. They'll have everything done for them. Um, I mean, they'll have. Uh, they, they'll have all things, all the things that they have to. Do, their their your, their houses will be cleaned for them. All this yes, stuff. everything's done for them. Mm-hmm. Everything's done for them. <laughs> you betcha. I, yeah. That and I went through that by, by myself. By the way, I went through all of this whole process of driving or dropping the uh, flattering titles, mm-hmm. being comfortable with Randy Shankle, uh, so I can exalt and glorify Christ mm-hmm. and not exalt myself over anybody. And I tell you that the church world is full of this idolatry. That's something and it is idolatry and do you think it's just because they want to get entrance in, into your life do they want to try to get closer or do they think that they're serving god by doing this what is it? i have to tell you maybe your wisdom is greater than mine on this one but it it, it has always puzzled me well let's let's take the term now you, and what, I, what i did i have a lot of notes on that one on that one verse that flips mm-hmm. me over to proverbs about flattery mm. And he'll tell you the dangers of flattery. So in essence, there is a method in flattery. There's a purpose behind flattery. And you're all right. One of those is to, you admire me, mm-hmm. and you're lesser than me. Thank you, brother. Oh, yeah. And at that point, I like that. Yeah. Uh, you just stroked my flesh. Yeah. Yeah. And that flattery is something that will really get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah, I do know that flattery is used lots of times for people to get a position with me, get a place mm-hmm. with me, get closer to me. Well, you know, I can, I, can, I, can, I can share this. I've probably, and I hate to bring it up, but I could probably be accused of being a thorn to your side in more than one instance. So it's not about that. It's not about flattery. I don't have a, um, you know, a, um, I remember this one instance and I'll, I'll never forget it. It was, um, a time that we had kind of a, a, a confrontation <clears throat> moment and it was in front of the whole staff. It was really weird. It, it, and it was in front of the whole staff and, and I didn't. I was not trying to be um, confrontational, but I felt like I need to stand my ground in yeah. this one. In this one. Now, when was this? This is when. Um, way back. Way back. Oh, this is I like 1987. I, I remember this. Well, it's in a staff <clears throat> meeting, and and MB is heading up the staff meeting, and he asked if anybody has a problem because of all the subject girls. And I, and, and then I was just, what about you, Joe? And I said, oh, yeah. he said that. Yeah. I said, yeah. yeah, I do have a problem. And it, it, it got confrontational. And I said, I just want to, you know, say, you know, this, this, this brother, he's leaving, let him leave, leave him alone, let him leave. And so it got heated. And now, did I disagree with that? Yeah. So, okay. And it got heated, and I said, all I could say that if he is attacked uh, publicly, I'm going to defend him publicly. Ah. I'm going to stand up <clears throat> on the height, and I'm going to yell to at his defense. And so it was a heated moment, but I just like, no. Yeah. And here's what was interesting. And I don't know the behind-the-scenes story, but Gloria, that evening, uh, she never really, she was very kind, nice, and everything, but she never went out of her way to ever, you know, talk to me. Mm-hmm. It was not, it, we had to, we talked. But uh, I was setting up like I would normally do at that time, 
And so I saw when she came in the door with, with the kids and stuff, and she saw me and she waved at me. I'm like, that was, and then uh, I, I kept on going and I noticed that she looked again at me and she waved at me and then I uh, kind of adjusted me down and I, she came <clears> and she hugged me. She said, it's so good to see you. How you doing? Uh, I'm so, you know, happy and you know, that, 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 that you're, you're just. I told her to go ahead and hug you because I'm about to kill him. So. <laughs> Go say goodbye to Joel. <laughs> but I thought I thought it would be completely the reverse. Uh-huh. And I thought, okay, well, I guess um, I'm not going to be, you know, kicked out or whatever. I I, I settled in at that point. Mm. But I I I did I I did have an issue was that um, nobody else would say a peep. Everybody yeah. was quiet. It was like I was I was under the the impression that everybody's just afraid. Like, I believe that. See, I believe they were at that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had a different spirit. I was a controller. Yeah. See, yeah. it was, was confrontation. Yeah, I'm very. I'm a controller. I'm the authority here. I'm the head here. Yeah. That's before I got all these real yeah. stuff worked in me because I'm I'm part of this whole religious system when I met Jesus Christ. See, <clears throat> I'll probably edit some of this out of here because I was. Oh, no, I'll leave it in. Oh, what what happened was this is wild because after Mike said that, that's when you were sitting in the front rows facing Mike, and, and he, I can't remember. You said was he administrating the service? Yes. Oh, I wish I could remember this. It was a staff. I mean, there was about thirty, forty of us in there. I wish I could remember how wrong and, you were. And and, 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 and and he said, "Well, what's your problem, Joe Albert?" And I said, well, "Why don't you turn? Why don't you stand up and face me?" I said that to you. Ah. I did. Uh, jumped up out of that chair and turned around and and got on that stool and we just started going back and forth. I thought, oh my gosh. And I just said, I just don't want this guy attacked. Yeah. yeah. I just, just let him go. And I said, I know there's other people who feel that way. But don't, and, uh, at that time, nobody would say a peep. <clears throat> nobody would say a word. I'm sure I was too insecure to let him go. See, I, I, couldn't, I have to say something. That's when uh, I was too insecure. Yeah. You have and to say something. I think uh, he was he was harmless. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you know who I'm talking about? No, but you're, one thing is true. You just let him go now. Yeah, I mean, now him. I do. It's yeah. easy. It was yeah. good counsel. Just I just probably wasn't ready for it. Yeah, and he was harmless. Uh, I'll edit his <clears throat> name out. Yeah, but yeah, I'm glad for the confrontation. Now, all of those were good for me as well. Mm -hmm. Some of them I never did come out of it good at that time, but later I did because right. now I realize. The need for that, see, mm -hmm. but you got to get delivered of that control spirit, and I'd like to talk about that for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Because this was very close to me. I went through this, mm -hmm. and this happened with because this is a part of why you have to have these flattering names. You're a controller. Yeah. You can say whatever you want to. You have to have these names because you're too insecure, and you have no value with the name Randy. Mm. The value is I'm a prophet, right. Randy. Right, right. Now the people change their perspective perspective right. of you yeah and see you're really relying on something different than you mm -hmm. and uh, that's your value and premium but when you come into sonship with jesus your value is christ mm. and your premium is mm -hmm. your sonship mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm a son of god i don't need anything else these are just yeah. gifts yeah and, and vice versa what happens is um the other thing that happens is you get to the place where you're not when you get with the Lord, when you spend time, <clears throat> yeah. you, and you, you get a relationship with Jesus, yeah. 
men don't have that kind of they a don't. they don't have that kind of a, a, a grip on you. Yeah. Uh, because you you learn that they're they're temporary. Yeah. You know, his is going to be yeah. all day, all night, yes. always. Yeah. And no matter how great you are or I am, mm-hmm. we still fall short of the purpose. Yeah. I was at a big seminar in Houston one time, and they had this this leader and his wife that they idolized. Mm. And then I got to be a speaker, <laughs> and. Uh, one of the first things I said was, you know, Ooh. I mean, I hear those Jesus Christ and lots of, you know, hands. There was about 3,000 that meeting. The hands went up and said, well, tell me if this is true. I said, once I met Jesus Christ, I've never been impressed with another human. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it just tore down the gods. Mm-hmm. I mean, they melted like wax. Mm-hmm. And the people saw it, and the people rejoiced in what I said. Wow. I said, who can compare to Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Why would you need to give yourself to idolatry when you have a real God? Mm-hmm. Why the false gods mm-hmm. when you have a real one? Yeah, that's that's so important. Now, <clears throat> here this other, other side, I remember... I remember uh, I remember when I came back in 1997 mm. and in my heart was this I don't care a, that much about the person I just want guidance leadership I want to be around an individual who's bringing the Lord, the Scripture, the biblical. Yeah. You know, I I was like, okay, I don't I don't care. You know, it, it if I do care, but that was good that you don't. See, I, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. That you got to get to a place where Randy in, in his uh, greatness or Randy in his flaws is irrelevant. Right. If he has the Word of God. Yeah. And that not just me, but anybody. Yeah, we're there for Christ. Yeah, and we can get focused on Christ. Then you don't worry about these messengers. I had to. I had to get there. <clears throat> sure. Because before that, I was looking. I thought I was thinking. Surely, surely there's a apostle Paul on the planet. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know the wrong. The wrong idea. Sure. You should have your eyes on Jesus. But yeah, sure. Surely, you know, there's a. Uh, uh, Apostle John on the planet. Surely yeah. there's one, you know, that will live up to that standard. Sure, you know, that's sure. just completely wrong thinking. Yeah. Because we have the apostle. We have him. We have him. Yeah. And and so Who lived up to it. He, yeah. Yeah. We don't need any more messiahs. No. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. And so, um, so now I appreciate the fact that there are men of God on the planet. Who are wise, who are seasoned, who are sons, uh, who represent, um, but they're flawed. Yes. But I am so appreciative of it. Just having this conversation, I mean, this is valuable to me. Hmm. And and not because you're all that, but you've you've had some some great experiences with God. You've had uh, some incredible journeys that you've worked yeah. through with the Lord and I'm 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 being catapulted in my walk with the Lord because I I can I can ask questions 
Sure. Yes. Yes. You and know, sitting here pragmatically is absolutely probably one of the greatest things I've ever done. To be honest with you, yeah. Joe. I mean, I love doing this now. Uh, and uh, years ago, uh, this this will help these guys that have to have this uh, flattery time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy comes to my house. He's a prophet of the Lord. He's a, and I'm going to use this term, insignificant prophet of the Lord, which is not true. Mm-hmm. But at that time, he was a nobody. Nobody knew him. Mm. And uh, he had problems with drinking, mm. just drunk all the time. But he was a wow. true prophet. Wow. He had all kinds of marital problems. Yeah. He's very violent in his marriage. He's involved in the church in Marshall. So it's hard for me to take him with any validation. And because uh, we're dealing with him drunk and trying to be a prophet and drunk all the time. And he comes to my house, hands me a little pamphlet. And he didn't say a word. Just, uh, well, he did. He simply said, uh, Brother Shanko, I just, I want to give you this. I think this will be helpful for you. And it was a little pamphlet about having a control spirit. <laughs> well, I didn't. I'm thinking, first of all, I disqualified it because of him. Okay. So in other words, no. Yep. Ain't no drunkard going to give me the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, if a mule can do it, a rooster <laughs> can do it to Peter, you right. know, I think maybe. Right. So I, now, now it doesn't matter who they come to, who comes to this. If they've got a word from God, I want to hear the word. I want to respect the word. So mm-hmm. I, I, I read this book. Oh, it's a good book. And they went on about my business. And uh, I think I told you about this guy up north somewhere came down and wanted to speak to yeah. me. I think I shared that before, right? Yes, you did. The guy, was he a craftsman carpenter that you're referring to? I'm not uh, going to ask his name, but I was wondering if that was his trade. I wouldn't know his was name. You'd probably know him, but... The, I'm not talking about the guy from up north. No, I'm no. talking about the guy who was there, the drunkard. Was he a, was he a Finnish carpenter? No, I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't remember his trade. Okay. I do remember he was a black man. Is that the same guy you're thinking about? Yeah. Okay, probably yeah. is then. He really has some real serious problems, but he was a prophet of God. Uh, it, highly intellectual, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. If he could have ever found his sonship, mm-hmm. he could have sanctified that mm-hmm. life, see? Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. couldn't get into sonship. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, that happened. And, and so this other guy comes down. I'm going to make it real short because I already shared it. The objective, what he told he told me I, there there is uh, that I have a... Uh, a controlling spirit. Now, there's other conversation before that just getting to the point. Yeah. And that one broke me. Mm. That one, I, I believed he was a prophet. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his flesh, so mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't disqualify him. Never met him. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have anything that Satan could use that he, well, he's, uh, mm-hmm. so therefore, mm-hmm. none of that. Mm. And that started, I started searching scriptures on it. Wow. And the first ones I went to is not as the Gentiles who exercise authority over, exercise dominion upon. I took that one verse and it just exploded. Randy, this is nothing but you thought authority was, uh, I mean, you thought this control and dominance was spiritual authority. It's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with spiritual authority. You're not a servant. Mm. You're not serving. This mm-hmm. thing is, you're demanding others serve you, others mm-hmm. obey you, others do what you say. This has nothing to do with my servanthood. Mm. When I saw that, it was obvious I see. it was of the wrong spirit. Now you're back into religious leadership where you control, manipulate, intimidate. Do you think that, that do you think that that eased into your life over time because you were aware of um, what had happened in the 70s with the um, discipleship yes move so do you think that that just came in slowly did you have your guard up that's a good question. Did you have your guard up with that understanding of what happened with the whole no, discipleship? No, I did not. <clears throat> okay. That was their problem, not mine. 
Uh, that was my problem too, <laughs> but yeah, never saw it in me. But I, you saw it at oh, I okay, saw it clearly yeah, in yeah. others. Mm-hmm. That's that mystery of iniquity right. we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing that that happened was here's what here's what groomed me for it. Mm. People were coming, and I mean, we well, we moved into Marshall three oh, months. Yeah. We started off with twelve, fifteen people, mm-hmm. and I think a few months later, eighteen hundred people mm-hmm. yeah. that told me I was a great <laughs> leader. People, plus, people plus will leave Trinity. their homes and leave their, and they're following me. Yeah. So I'm the man. Yeah, that starts working. That started working on me. That I started believing that I was the man. That I had something. That I'm really mm-hmm. special. I have something from God. I started believing that stupid stuff, and wasn't true. But it was if I lift Christ up, mm-hmm. the law of draw. I call right. it the law of draw. If I if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. If, right. I was lifting them up. I was teaching His word. I yeah. thought they were following me, but they were coming for His word. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't make I didn't make that marismos yeah. moment. Yeah. And that's when I became a controller and a, and a, a dominating man. Yeah. And it wasn't me. They're coming. It's after. true. It's true. Um, and I I'll, I can attest to that. It it was the word. I yeah, was just it was the like, word. The word and still is got my attention. Still is. It drew me in. That word. Oh boy, hunger for the word. Yeah. And I know that's what happens to people who are go- who are watching this. And I've talked to somebody today, just like, oh my gosh, remember that that this person remembered it from 1985. Yeah. On TBN. Yeah. And oh she, yeah, and she said, "Oh my gosh, this stuff is I. It's all right there. It just hasn't. I hadn't even thought of it, and it's all vivid. It's this is the real deal." Yeah, so excited, and that's what I think is going to happen. We just have to make sure that 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 the that Christ is the center. That's the deal. That's all, and that's easier now. Yeah, because in our sonship, that's that's yeah. become flesh to us. Yeah, we yeah. just. I got up this morning. And even when I told Chris, I started to ask Chris, I'm going to go now. I'm going to say, I said, I'm going to go represent Christ and glorify mm-hmm. him, speak about the Lord. Joe and I are going to talk about Christ tonight. And mm-hmm. I think about that mm-hmm. as a total reality. I didn't mm-hmm. think about my presentation or right. what I'll be saying. Right. Uh, none of the above. Could care yeah. less. Yeah. Don't care how I dress. Don't care what mm-hmm. I look like. Yeah. It's irrelevant. The same here. <clears throat> same here. I mean, uh, throughout my day. Though I am. Though I am. I think prettier than you. But oh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't we're matter, gonna, We're going to put out a poll, by Oh, the yeah. Way. We need to ask the people. We're going to have the poll. Okay. <laughs> I won't tamper with... Yes, you would. <laughs> you edited it. You changed the numbers. <laughs> oh, that's it. I should not trust the editing guy. That's right. That's, that's the right. deal. That's oh, great. that's good, Joe. I, I can, I can kind of like do some <laughs> yes. special effects. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, uh, what Photoshop it exactly? Oh my gosh, I don't oh, have a chance. Gosh. I don't have a chance. <laughs> but I, I, you know, throughout my day, I, I'm, I'm, I, I get uh, very occupied and and focused on projects that I'm working on. Yeah. And, but I remember, okay, I, I we're gonna do this thing. I'm excited about it. This great. Um, what are the topics that we've talked about? I'm looking at them and uh, thinking, okay, so, <clears throat> okay, um, I don't care. That's it's going to it. be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Uh, the Lord's going to take over. He's going to communicate. Yeah. Uh, it, sequentially, he's bringing and he's building a conversation that people are being edified. Yeah. And uh, it it like like it's that that red pill moment. It's like yeah. Oh. That's why earlier in the one that we did before this, I was like 
conscientious of people who are sitting in church yeah. and they're thinking, oh my gosh, oh, yeah. what did I hear? Because they're going to see this. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're, they're going to see it biblically and they're going to yeah. say, oh, this is absolutely know, biblical truth. The kingdom versus church yeah. entity. Yeah. See, oh, and when that, and when that hits you, mm-hmm. Babylon, Mm-hmm. Babylon, you know, yeah. versus Zion. Yeah. That's a, that's another teachings or another. That's another way that I show the difference between church and kingdom mm-hmm. using Babylon and Zion. Mm-hmm. Another way is sons versus ministers. Mm-hmm. See, these ministers, they're all from the religious order, but mm-hmm. the sons are from the kingdom. Right. They're doing it for their father. Yeah. These guys, these guys believe this. Upon this rock, I will build your ministry. Right. That's what they believe. He right. said. Right. And and you know. Um, uh, uh, early on in my life, I thought that was the route. Yeah, I really did. Sure, sure. I it it's presented to us. You know, you're 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 uh, 16, 17, 18 years old, and and you're sitting in in a school system where you have these counselors coming in, and they're saying, okay, well, what are you planning? Uh, let's get you in the right uh, direction yeah. academically. We'll point you in the right direction. You know, are you worthy material for higher education? Or do we need to put you in a trade? Yeah, you know, which yeah. which I think they're both great. Yeah, but that's what they're doing, and so naturally, I have no guidance. I told you I had no awareness. I thought you remember I said that uh, at this time in 1980, uh, we're watching on Sunday morning, looking the, through the channels, trying to yeah. find somebody to listen to. Is we find Kenny Cope, and we think he's a local pastor. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> well, let's listen to this guy. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so by the time I end up here, I'm like, I'm here to be trained so that I can go and finish yeah. what I set out to And do. trained to be a servant. And Joe, to this day, that's what we have become. Yes. We're servants that's of God we are. and that's serving his people, and that's, that's all right. we're supposed to do. Yeah. And I don't have to have these uh, flattering titles, and neither mm-hmm. do you. No, I don't. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, I I did kind of like the the outfits that you can wear as a as a as a priest and you know oh, did that you big really? old robe. Oh, I couldn't do that, no, man. No, no, I couldn't do that if it was legit. What, but what about those those fish hats? Oh, can you believe that stuff? Can you believe? But see, that's what flatters them. I know, and that's what makes them different than you and me. And they like that over us. Uh-huh. And they're not. They're just human beings. Yeah, kiss the ring, kiss the ring. <laughs> Crazy stuff. I it find is. it to be foolishness. It is. It's such a foolishness. No biblical truth to it mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. All right, Joe. Me too. Just ended up. Yep. We're good. Uh, that was an hour, and the one before this was. Uh, I looked, and it was a bit over two hours. The ah. one before this. Um, but yeah, this is good. When are you heading out? I take off Thursday morning. We have to leave around 7 in the morning. 